Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime checking account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com Goals24. That's Chime.com Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Better You by Fernando Ramirez. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm just popping in from the future, and I just wanted to say that I am so sorry. There is a buzzing noise in the background of while I was filming this podcast, and I am so upset about it. I think there was a cord that was, like, wiggly when I was filming, and it didn't turn out how I wanted to or how it's recording right now. And I'm really sorry about that. Hopefully, it's not too much of a big deal. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really like the way it turned out. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you're not already. And I love you guys. Let's get into it. Welcome back. I'm really excited for today's episode because we are hitting a topic that we haven't touched on yet on this podcast. And it's one that is a lot more lightweight compared to last week. Last week, we touched on eliminating negative thoughts and just becoming a more positive person. But I felt like the episode was very... It was very giving therapist, so I'm excited for this episode to be a lot more fun and flirtatious and, you know, tell you guys a bit about myself because we're going to go into my relationship as well, as well as giving you advice on all things relationships, dating, love, getting into one, getting out of one, all of the above. So I'm really excited for this. There's a few things I want to say before jumping into this episode, starting off with the fact that I am a little bit sick. I am so sorry about that. I know that's really annoying, especially for a podcast to have a little nasally voice, but hopefully it isn't too noticeable throughout this video because I'm actually very embarrassed. And let me tell you about my tragic experience trying to go into the walk-in clinic. Yesterday, I searched up on my phone, walk-in clinics around me. I go to the first one. They tell me we're actually not a walk-in clinic. We're just a clinic and we don't take new customers. And I'm like, why would they say that on the website? So anyways, I go to the next one. I go to the next one and it's like 3 p.m. And they tell me that the doctor isn't even there anymore. So then I go to the third one and they were already closed. So that was traumatic. Yesterday, I spent the day Day, being a sick little bean in my house just sleeping all day and watching two movies I watched The Devil Wears Prada which made me want to revamp my entire wardrobe it's like a fashion movie highly recommend watching it although I feel like you might have already seen it and I'm just the one living under a rock that hadn't seen it yet but I watched that movie with Anne Hathaway and then I continued on the Anne Hathaway pipeline I guess and I watched The Princess Diaries which was really cute as well I guess my next movie that I need to watch is Princess Diaries number two 
But anyways, I watched movies all day. I bought all the ingredients to make a soup and I felt so sick that I didn't even make the soup. So that was a major L. But anyways, today I feel a little bit better. I go to the doctors. I go at like 12, which I thought was early enough. And they told me that they had reached capacity. So that was two days in a row that I didn't even get to go to the doctor. So tomorrow will be third time. You know what they say, third time's a charm. I hope that I can finally get some medication. But that's my current state right now. Guys, if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you would know that I did a big change to my appearance this week. Take a wild guess. If you already know what it is, I love you because you're keeping up to date. And if you don't, guys, I got my hair cut. I got a little shoulder length bob, a lob some may say. Right now, as I'm filming this, if you're watching the YouTube version, you can see that my hair is up in a ponytail, and I'm not showing you guys just yet, because honestly, I haven't washed my hair in like three days, and I want the first time that I show you my little bob to be when it looks good, so I'm not showing it yet, but if you are curious to what it looks like, I highly recommend checking out my Instagram and my TikTok, because you guys freaked out. Now, I want to say, me cutting my hair was pretty random. I feel like I was really following my intuition, because I randomly got the urge to cut my hair, and I didn't really think about it for long. I just went to the salon and was like, you know what? Let's chop it off. I didn't even tell my mom. I didn't even bring my freaking vlog camera, which I don't know why because I feel like that could have been interesting for you guys to watch. I didn't even film before and after TikToks. Again, don't know why I didn't because I feel like those could have gotten a lot of views. And I just did it. And yeah, even my friends were really like, oh my god, I did not expect you to do that. I guess it is a shock because if you guys, again, watch my stuff, you would know that I've had hair extensions for like the past year, which I guess going from long to short is like a big drastic change. But honestly, even though you guys may have seen my natural hair and you didn't want me to cut it, all I have to say is that maybe it could pass online for it to like look good, but in real life it was so unhealthy, it was so dead, it was so thin that it needed to be chopped off. And if I want to have actually natural, healthy hair that's long, I definitely needed to cut it. So I'm actually very happy with the decision of cutting my hair. If any of you guys feel the urge to cut your hair, I'd say just do it because you have that inner voice for a reason. And why not just follow your intuition, you know? Sometimes change is good and what they say, hair holds on to memories so if you had like some traumatic event or like a really rough patch cutting your hair may make you feel like a whole new person and it's definitely the change that I needed because I've never dyed my hair before and so the only thing I can really play around with is hair length and also I feel like it's kind of a little self-challenge for me to work on feeling so confident with my energy and my face and not rely on my hair for bringing me that confidence because honestly I would feel sometimes that even if I looked bad or my outfit was bad if I had my hair done and it was long and curled I still felt on top of the world and so we're gonna embrace the natural look and we're gonna work on our confidence while having this short little bob. Let's jump into the episode I've rambled enough about myself and I feel like you guys are probably like what the freak, Fernanda? Get on into it. But we're going to spill the tea on all things dating. When I talk about dating, guys, you have to understand my perspective is from a four-year relationship, which is crazy to even say because it feels like I have not been in a relationship for that long. And when I say it out loud, people are always like, oh, so you're about to get married? And honestly, no, I'm so young and I'm a baby child. I feel like when you get in a relationship in high school, it's so easy to continue dating because you guys are like friends and you've grown up together. I asked you guys on Instagram to give me any questions on relationships or advice that you guys wanted. And we're going to go into all of that. I've written the questions down on my notes and I've separated it into three categories. The first one being if you are looking to be in a relationship, the second one if you're in a relationship, and the third one 
is getting out of a relationship slash you're in your single girl era. Before we get into that little advice, I know a lot of you guys are always asking me questions on my relationship. I want to kind of give you guys a little backstory on how me and my boyfriend met. A lot of you guys that watch my YouTube channel have seen him before. He's been in a lot of my videos. But yeah, me and my boyfriend actually started dating when I was... 19 but I guess we started like talking when I was 18 but we met in high school and we actually had a lot of classes together and specifically the time when we started dating we were in biology together which was so cute I feel like it's like a little classic high school romance we actually sat together in class we had a little seating arrangement and we would do a lot of group projects together and we started off as friends we would FaceTime all the time doing our like projects together and our work together it was definitely just a friend from the start and I think through sitting together and working together we became really good friends we would talk all day we would FaceTime all day and then it got to a point where the next step would have just have been dating so yeah it was super cute and we started dating on January 3rd we did all of high school together we went to college together he's still in college but I stopped going to school but we did the whole pandemic together and it's kind of wholesome because I guess he watched me kind of turn into this whole youtuber online persona when he knew me when I was like in school trying to become a dentist which is kind of funny and he's seen me the whole way and the whole journey but it was super cute honestly if you are in a relationship in high school and you're listening to this right now I would say really appreciate that time and just like really take it all in because even though I think you don't need to be in a relationship in high school whatsoever I honestly always think back to that time and it was such a wholesome time in my life I feel like there's nothing better than being like young and in love and just in high school it was so cheesy and corny and I kind of love it we would walk home from school together we'd go on the bus together we'd be mall rats together we'd see each other after class putting notes in each other's locker it was so romantic and so cute for the time but anyways being in a, in a relationship in high school is a lot different than being in a relationship out of high school especially now that we're a lot busier he's working he's in school and I'm like traveling a lot and I live 45 minutes away from him now so things have definitely changed but I wanted to talk about three reasons for why I think that we've been together for so long and how we've maintained this relationship and the first one is having a really strong friendship foundation if something happened we were not together and I was to get in another relationship I would want 100% focus on being really good friends with this person before developing into a relationship because this way you know what they're like you know what their actual intentions are you know who they're friends with who they surround themselves with what their morals are what their values are and, and you really get to know them as a person I feel like a lot of friends of mine that I have seen go in and out of relationships where they haven't worked out a lot of the times it's because they start off as dating and they start off on this honeymoon phase and when that honeymoon phase trickles away and they they start to realize who they actually are they don't align the same way that they did in the beginning when they were so blindly in love whereas I feel like if you develop a friendship first you know exactly who they are and what they stand for and then it turns into a much deeper love if that makes sense I also feel like it's what will maintain your relationship through all the ups and downs and will make it last so long because you guys don't have to be doing anything to enjoy each other's company you could just be like sitting on a couch just talking and it works because you guys are friends together and you actually support each other. My next reason is definitely having a strong communication. I think me and my boyfriend are both very level-headed people when it comes to any sort of argument or any sort of confrontation. I feel like we both are very good at explaining our points and being open-minded and just like calmly talking through issues. One thing I will say is I will never stand for somebody yelling at me and I think neither 
as my boyfriend and we both have very strong sense of selves or like self-worth that we both argue from points of just trying to understand each other and trying to get our points across that it's just very respectful and I feel like that is super important as well as just in general for communication just updating where you guys are at updating how you're feeling texting throughout the day without being like overly clingy just having a good sense of communication and then the last one is having trust and being independent yourselves because I feel like where a lot of relationships have issues is in terms of jealousy or in terms of being super controlling of the other person and I think me and my boyfriend have very strong boundaries of independence I guess if that makes sense like he can do his own thing and I'm totally okay with that the same way that he's okay with me doing my own thing and we both have our own lives which is super important in any relationship so that you're not being overly dependent on each other and you both can add to each other's lives instead of making it more stressful or causing each other to sacrifice certain things it's more of just being together to add value and to add happiness and just to make things that you're already going through a little bit more exciting and better. The other thing I want to talk about is three different things that I think are vital that you should be aware of in a relationship. And the first one is knowing your worth and feeling confident in yourself. Whether you're in a relationship or you're out of a relationship, I think it is so important to feel confident and grounded in who you are and like I said in the past points know that this other person is there to add to your life and it's not because you need them I think you need to be so okay with being by yourself that if they were to break up with you however sad that may be you would be able to bounce back you know that you don't actually need them to live which should be a given but I feel like a lot of times in relationships you can get super in love and just lose a little bit of sense of yourself and I think it's important to know that you can be aware that you'd be fine on your own and still be in love. I feel like sometimes people mistake that and they think that you need to be head over heels like aching when you miss them for it to mean that you're so in love with them which I totally disagree with. And I also think that even though this is obvious, knowing your worth is so important because you will not let this significant other treat you any less than your standards. And they should know this throughout the entire relationship, not just at the beginning or not just when things go wrong. They should know that throughout the entire relationship that you have boundaries, you have standards, and you're not going to you're not going to lower them for them. And you're so confident that you almost don't even need them. And hopefully both people feel like this. So it's not one or the other, but both people know that they're so confident that they would be fine on their own. The next thing that I think is super important in a relationship is being aware of each other's love languages and actively trying to be a better person for them as well. I think something that is super important and sometimes we forget is to treat others how we want to be treated. And I think especially in a long-term relationship, you can get pretty comfortable. And this is something that I'm trying to work on as well because I feel like sometimes you can just forget about it, but if you want to be treated like a princess or be treated maybe to acts of service or to quality time, you also need to put in the effort to make sure that you're doing that for the other person and actively planning things, actively trying to help them out in the ways that they need. I feel like something that I really value about my boyfriend is that he always anticipates what I need before I need it or is like always trying to figure out how he can help me or support me. That's something I want to be better at 
for him, but I feel like whether you're in a relationship or you're trying to be one, that is something to take into consideration and think about how you can be more of service to them or how you can help them or how you can just show more love rather than just expecting it to be given to you. And the last thing that I want to say or the last tip that I have for being in a relationship is to remember to have your own life and to not forget about your friends. I always talk about being independent in a relationship and I know that I myself am super independent in my own relationship and that's what works for us and this may not be the case for everybody but I think it is so important to make sure that you do not forget about your life your goals the friends that you have around you and to really nurture those other relationships and aspirations that you have as well as your relationship because if something does go wrong it is important to have things that you know you can fall back on and you know you have going for yourself I especially think that when you are in a relationship and I've seen this a lot online or in other scenarios where girls get really in love with their boyfriend and they just want to hang out with them all the time they just want to be with them all the time and they'll cancel on their friends to be with their mans but I really think honestly if your boyfriend really loves you and really appreciates you he would want the best for you and he wouldn't want you to put all your eggs in one basket being him and completely neglect all your friends I think he would want you to pour just as much time and effort into all the different aspects of your life and and you also don't want your friends to resent you for always like canceling on them or leaving them behind, especially when they probably knew you longer than you've known this person. So I think it's so important to not forget about your friends, to have your own life outside of your relationship and really focus on whatever it is in front of you and your goals and to not lose sight of that, especially when you get in the habit of seeing them every single day or hanging out with them every single day. I think it can get in the way of maybe any goals that you have and it's just so important to remember those things, remember what you truly want, and just not neglect any part of your life. Those are some tips that I've learned throughout my relationship and what I think helps me in mine. And before we go into the questions and stuff, I just wanted to say my opinion on relationships in your 20s. Um, I feel like I got a lot of questions being like, I'm this age and I've never had a boyfriend before. What do you think I should do? Do you think it's awkward? Do you think it's bad? And I just want to say that especially in your 20s, it is so okay to be single as well as it's okay to be dating. I think there's so many pros and cons to both of them and when you are dating you do get a lot of experience you do get to put yourself out there you get to learn what you like and what you don't like and every relationship that you go through will teach you something different and new but if you are single or you've always been single you haven't been in a relationship before I also think that's fine because it gives you a lot of time to really work on your identity and your sense of self and if you do this for long enough you're gonna realize your worth and you can develop a lot of self-love to the point that you will not lower your standards for anybody you will not let anybody sway you or sway your sense of self you will not let anyone treat you wrong because you know how to treat yourself hopefully you will not completely neglect your own life the minute you fall in love with someone because you know what it takes to take care of yourself and maintain yourself I think it's fine to wait and I don't think that you should let anyone make you feel like you need to be in a relationship and especially marriage or anything like that I think the age for when people get married or the age for when people settle down is so different than it would have been when my parents were my age like I feel like now everybody's dating into their even like early 30s or late 20s and I just think whatever time frame there used to be is completely gone now I think when I was younger I probably wanted to be married at the age of like 25 or 26 and now I just don't feel like that I feel like there's really no rush and I think now everybody's so focused on their career and I do think that's good to a certain extent because obviously you don't want to be career driven for your whole life but I think in my case I'm not really worried about any time frame or settling down at any time because I have so many goals for myself and I have so much 
for myself that I want to accomplish before I go into that next chapter in my life. And I feel like there's so much to do in this lifetime that I don't want the fact that I'm in a relationship to stop me from achieving any of the goals that I want to have. So yeah, that's kind of my opinion on dating in your early 20s. I think if you're single, enjoy it, live your best life. I've honestly haven't experienced this because all of my friends are in long-term relationships, but I think if I was single with all my friends, I would honestly have a blast. So if you are single and you have a big group of girls that are also single, enjoy that, have fun, do whatever you want, meet a bunch of people. I think this is also such a good time for you to work on your conversation skills and just like meeting people. I also think that when you are single, you're not necessarily looking for anything long-term. You can really just try talking to anybody because you have nothing to lose. You don't actually want to date them. You can just go talk and have fun and enjoy a fun little banter and make some good memories. So yeah, don't be ashamed of what any age you're at. If you're in a relationship and you're worried about any time frames or if you're single and you're at a certain age and especially if you're in high school and you're listening to this and you've never been in a relationship or you don't want to be in a relationship or you feel like you're getting rushed, just know there is literally no timeline. There is no rush and there is no point in being in a relationship that doesn't serve you or that is treating you wrong or you don't actually enjoy. I think at that point I would rather be single and work on myself or work on my future or work on literally anything else than be in a relationship that makes me feel bad about myself or hinders me from doing literally anything else. So just know that. And also if you are in a relationship and you're in high school, don't feel pressured to do anything that you don't want to do and don't feel like you need to be in one to feel older or to fit in or to do whatever. You're literally so young and you have so much time in your life for that that Honestly, if you're in high school, don't be too boy crazy and just have a good time with your friends because those are going to be friends that you have for a long time. Okay, time for advice, time for your questions. Starting off with category one, looking to be in a relationship. The first question we have is, what should I do if I keep getting in relationships but it only lasts a few days? First of all, I feel like it's definitely someone in high school or younger that said this because if you're like in your 20s and your relationships are only lasting a few days, I'm a little bit scared for you. But we're going to reframe this question and say like, what should you do if you keep getting in relationships but it only lasts a few months? In that case, I think that you're definitely picking the wrong man. If they only last a few months or days, you probably shouldn't even be in the relationship in the first place and you should be in the talking stage a little bit longer till you really know who they are. I also think that if it's only lasting a few days or months, you should take a look at yourself and think, am I doing something wrong? Am I the villain here? Because it may be something that you're doing wrong or that you're not doing enough of, but I definitely think it's not being in the talking stage for long enough because otherwise those problems wouldn't happen. And if you really pick the right person to be in a relationship with, like someone that you really trust, someone that you really enjoy spending time with, somebody that you think is very respectful, I think if you really pick that right person, and by right person, I don't mean like the right person that you need to marry. I just mean the right person for that time of your life or, you know, someone that you you want to actually date, then I feel like the relationship shouldn't end that quickly. Another reason why it could be ending really quickly is if you guys are getting in little pointless arguments and you're calling it quits too easily. Sometimes when you guys are fighting, you have to put your ego aside and just swallow your pride and listen to the other person. And sometimes you have to take the L. Sometimes you don't want to agree with them, but I think it comes down to compromising if you are fighting. And also if it's the other way around, learning to give forgiveness. Next question, how to initiate conversation if you don't know them very well? I think this depends on the situation of where you're meeting 
meeting them or how you know them. But I think when initiating conversation, you can always start out with giving a compliment or just asking some sort of question and just having a little small talk with them. Giving a lot of eye contact and even physical touch, like touching them on the shoulder or standing near them will kind of give them the hint that you're interested. And also, I think just being okay with being your authentic self in front of them because that way they're going to know who you are and if you're fully upfront also, people aren't always used to that so you'll stand out to them and they'll definitely remember you because whatever conversation you're having will probably actually be interesting. Remember that they're just normal people. If you have a conversation that is interesting and you're asking questions, you seem really engaged, there's no doubt about it that they won't remember you. I also want to say that with initiating conversation, don't be afraid of rejection because you have nothing to lose and if you don't know them very well, it really shouldn't affect you too much whether or not they choose to continue the conversation or if they choose to kind of walk away because you didn't have a relationship with them in the first place so it shouldn't be too embarrassing and if it is embarrassing you know what the more times you get rejected it's probably not even going to feel like rejection anymore it's just going to be like oh that didn't work let's move on to the next one and just know that it has nothing to do with you or you shouldn't feel bad about yourself it's just like okay that didn't work out let's try somebody else next question what do you think about being with someone older or younger than you this really depends on how old you are i think obviously if you're in like high school or you're in your teen years I would have rather just been with someone my age maybe a year older or younger but not more than that and then if you're in your 20s again it really depends what age you are I probably wouldn't go more than a year younger and even then I wouldn't do that and then as for older probably no more than three years older and that's still even a lot for me but I definitely think it depends on what stage you are in your life and the last question that I have here is is it okay for me a girl to ask out a guy and how to deal with rejection. I feel like I just explained that question, but I think it's totally fine for you as a girl to ask out a guy. I personally wouldn't ask them on like a fancy romantic dinner, but if you were just like, oh, we should go out for drinks or we should go to a workout together or go get coffee together, I feel like it's not too deep. And if they give the vibe that they don't want to, then I just wouldn't even bother trying again. I would just be like, you know what? Let's just wait till they show some interest in me. But I do think that there is some there's some power in asking the other person. I also feel like guys aren't used to being asked that often that if you do ask them, you may stand out and it may be more eye-catching or they may actually like that. So I feel like why not give it a shot? And like I said, rejection is only redirection. I think this goes back to the saying, and we've talked about this in a few episodes prior, but you have to be okay with failing. And that goes for like anything in life. If you're trying to go after your goal and you're failing, it's fine just keep trying and I think the same thing with rejection if you get told no that's completely fine and the more times that happens the more you're going to be okay with putting yourself out there and really getting outside of your comfort zone moving on to category two questions and advice for being in a relationship number one how to get over jealousy or how to not be jealous I think a lot of times this stems from projection of one's insecurities so I think if any time in a relationship you feel very jealous of a situation you have to really think okay why is this making me feel like this it has to be something inside of me it's some sort of insecurity that is coming out and is being projected onto them once you can do that and realize what the problem is and realize that it's probably coming from yourself you can try to work through that problem whether that be maybe you're jealous they're talking to another girl does it have something to do with the way you feel about yourself I think if you're confident in yourself you're confident in your ability 
abilities, you're confident in who you are, you should not be shaken up if they're talking to somebody else, especially because you know that they picked you for a reason and they're with you for a reason. Again, this may not go for every situation because if you're dating or talking to some douchebag boy and he sucks and he is playing you and he's definitely just getting with other girls, that is a completely different story. You have every right to be jealous and I'd break up with them immediately because you do not deserve that or anything less than your standards but I think this just means for if they're like talking to a girl or if they're going out without you I also think that you have to be reasonable and for example I think this happens a lot in like my age range but if you get jealous over your partner maybe going out just think you wouldn't want them to stop you from going out with your friends so you have to be okay with letting them do that or if they said I don't want you talking to the opposite gender I feel like you wouldn't really like it in return if they said that to you so you just have to be okay with it because you also don't want them to be super controlling of yourself i also think if you're having any problems with jealousy you should definitely talk to a friend or just voice your concerns because it probably will make you feel a lot better to talk through it and talking to a friend about it i feel like is a safe space where you can kind of vent out whatever you're thinking of and they can kind of just ease you or make you feel better about the situation and also seeing the situation for the full picture and stepping kind of outside of your shoes and seeing it from a different perspective because sometimes I feel like we can get really wrapped up in our own perceptions of the situation and maybe it isn't even all that it seems and I definitely think for that reason talking to someone else about it can make you feel at ease because they'll probably tell you that it isn't as bad or it isn't as intense as you may feel about the situation if that makes sense and lastly I think if the jealousy comes from comparing yourself to another relationship or to another person first of all remember that comparison is the thief of joy and second of all I think you can practice gratitude for what you do have and not forget about that and if you are jealous about certain things that other people are doing or maybe you're jealous about another relationship you can voice that with your partner and be like I'm feeling like this what do you think we can do about it and maybe there's a change that can happen there the next question we have is how to spend quality time together if you're always together and how to find new things to do together first of all I think that you should definitely have some separation from your partner and not spend every day together. I think that's a given, but I know that a lot of people do spend a lot of time together. Me and my boyfriend only hang out like twice a week, but also we do live a little bit further apart and I don't know if that would be my ideal if we did live closer together. Like obviously I would like to see each other more often, but I feel like having some distance apart makes the time that you spend together so much more meaningful and so much more planned and you can actually plan dates rather than just like hanging out at each other's places all the time and not only that but you have a lot more to talk about you have more to update them on you have more to tell them about and it makes things a lot more interesting in my opinion I think it's really important to make sure that you're planning dates outside of the house because you can get really comfortable watching tv or just like ordering in but if you actually make the effort to dress up and go out it just makes everything a lot more interesting you make a lot more memories together and it gives you kind of more to talk about because you can talk about the situation that's happening with my boyfriend I love trying out new restaurants I love going to the movies we recently did a little at-home date and we got a puzzle and we did that together that was super fun I also think that planning a picnic could be cute or even cooking together just any sort of activity that involves actually doing something I makes things a lot more fun especially if you dress up for it because it feels like you're putting in a lot more effort than you actually are I also think that if you do spend a lot of time together continue to ask them questions about themselves and learning about them because especially in a 
a long-term relationship, you can get comfortable and you think that you know everything about them. But there's always those question games that you can play to learn more about each other. Like we're not really strangers or any of those sort of question games. I also think it's a great idea to start a new hobby together, whether that be you love to cook together, you love to garden together, or maybe you're both really interested in a certain TV show. Just something that you can both do together that's kind of your thing that you guys can do all the time when you guys hang out, you guys can talk about it. And if it's something like a sport or like a game, you guys can actually become better at it, which I think is even better and more rewarding. Okay, since I've already talked long enough, we're going to go into category three, which is getting out of a relationship. The first question that a lot of you guys asked, of course, is how to get over a breakup. I really think that there is no easy way to answer this and breakups are always going to be so full and horrible and it is the worst feeling ever. So if you're currently going through one, I'm so sorry. I feel like if you're going through a breakup, you're definitely going to go through the like freaking five stages of grief. Like actually, because you are mourning the loss of somebody that was super important in your life. And at first, I think you need to cry and let it out and feel your emotions, feel your pain, talk to somebody, just really feel it out comes down to time being what heals you even though that is so painful and kind of the worst answer because obviously you do not want to be patient in a time like this the most important thing you can do during this time is spend a lot of time with your friends and working on yourself whether that be working on your health or picking up a new hobby working on your school or your work just really taking your mind off of it and although at first you're probably going to want to go back and look at all your pictures and look at all your texts it gets to a point where you just have to stop looking at that stop thinking in the past and moving on into the future i also think that it's important to be grateful for what the relationship was and know that even though it has come to a close it was a really good chapter in your life and you can think of everything that you've learned from it you can be really grateful that you got to experience a love like that because if you are feeling so hurt about it then that obviously means that it was a really strong love in the first place i think it's also important to note that we are all just humans and you shouldn't keep another person on a pedestal and if that chapter has come to an end just know that there is more love in the world to find whether you find another partner or you seek love through platonic love like through your friends or your family it's not the be all end all if that makes sense you know like your life will go on and even though it's so painful and hurtful in the moment, you are going to get through it. You just need to keep pushing forward and focusing on yourself. I've definitely seen my friends go through some breakups and it's so hard to witness it, especially when they feel like they're never going to get through it. But I've seen it countless and countless times again that they end up being fine, whether that be after a few weeks or a few months. And also, I think it's a totally normal part of the human experience, which is really shitty, but a lot of people have gone through it and it always makes them stronger on the other side and they learn so much about themselves that I think it's almost essential to go through a breakup in your life because it definitely gives you some character development whether or whether or not you want to hear that I feel like it always ends up being for the better especially if you got out of a toxic relationship you should actually be very grateful for your breakup and very grateful that you got out of it and almost kind of celebrate that. I remember seeing a post of We're Not Really Strangers and them having a cake that said congratulations on your breakup and I thought it was really cute and it really stood out to me because they said that a lot of people either stay in relationships that do not serve them, that are super harmful or abusive and if you got out of that, that's like great or there's a lot of people that stay in relationships even when they don't want to be in one. So if you do get out of it, you should just be proud that 
you took the step or you don't have to be in that relationship anymore. I even saw one of my friends, Sarita. She is a TikToker and she's on Instagram as well. She actually had a whole photo shoot for when she broke up with her boyfriend and she had a post breakup party and it was pretty iconic, honestly. Even if you're not going to post it, I feel like doing that or celebrating it is so funny and fun and you can do that with your friends and it's definitely something you can look back on and laugh in the future. Okay, and the last question is how to enjoy being single. I feel like I've talked about it throughout this episode, but if you are single, I would highly recommend using this time to really learn about yourself and to explore all your options, honestly. I feel like I have a few friends that are in their single girl era and they're having the time of their life, meeting new people, going on different dates. And every time you do go on a different date, it teaches something about yourself. You become a better conversationalist and I feel like your confidence almost grows because once you have a lot of self-love and and you really value yourself, you're not gonna let just any guy come to you. You're gonna say, actually, I have the power to be picky and to be choosy and I'm gonna choose the right guy that comes for me. I'm not just gonna grab any single little fishy that comes to me because there's plenty of fish in the sea. And I think you can also experiment with meeting people in person, whether that be through going out to bars or clubs, even though I don't necessarily think that you're gonna find the love of your life at the club. Meeting people like that or through friends, mutual friends, get-togethers, parties, whatever, or to you can try online dating. I've honestly never done that because I'm literally in a relationship and I was way too young before my relationship to try that. But I feel like it could be fun even if you don't actually go on the dates, but just to like talk to people. Or if you meet someone in a super organic way, like through a workout class, through an art class, maybe at the grocery store, it could just be super fun and interesting to put yourself out of your comfort zone and really just test your like free will like the fact that you can just go up to someone and say hey I like your shirt I think you're cute are you single we should go on a date like I feel like that's kind of funny why not try it if they say no just be like yeah that was a joke I just felt like asking you there's one more thing I want to say about relationships whether you are trying to attract somebody or you yourself are in a relationship and you fear that you're being too clingy or whatever you guys have to remember the importance of being busy one trait that is super attractive in a partner is if they have their own life going and they have their own aspirations and they keep themselves entertained and they aren't just waiting around on you not only I think is this good in a relationship so that you're not becoming super clean you're dependent on them but if you're trying to attract somebody else and you're trying to text them or you're being too much, you're constantly texting them, maintain your own life and be busy. They're going to be so interested to learn more about you and everything that you do. And also that way you can avoid any disappointment if they take too long to reply or they're not following up with you the day that you wanted to or the time that you wanted to. You have your own things going for you. And also remember your worth and how much of an amazing person that you are. You do not have to settle for less or for somebody that doesn't meet all your criteria you're allowed to be picky and if you wait for the right person to come they will be there for you so just keep that in mind don't fall for the first guy that is coming at you and if they're treating you like an option it's not worth it you deserve to be with someone that treats you as a number one priority that is constantly complimenting you and hyping you up that wants to see you wants to hang out with you wants to put an effort into the relationship or wants to put an effort into you and if they aren't giving you that then simply move on you do not need to be with them and you do not have to have someone make you feel worse about yourself you have the option to choose that is my episode on relationships spilling the tea on love some of my tips on how to be in a long lasting relationship and being okay with being single i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i love you guys please dm me on the instagram for a better you and let me know if there's any other topics you want to hear me talk about or if i should do a podcast episode with my boyfriend in the future because i think that can be kind of funny but 
yeah, I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you soon. Thank you.